Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a Brawl Network production. Winning has a price. And leadership has a price. I challenge people when they don't want to be challenged. And I earned that right. You're listening to the Bulls Brawl Podcast. So I thought to myself, well, I guess I got to bail Mike out again. He's the president of the Arturis Karnishevis Fan Club. And he's your host. Here's Ross. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bulls Brawl Podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, youtube.com slash Club, you can see my pretty face. Um, all other platforms, audio, medium, so... Thank you guys for joining us. If stuff happens in the background, uh, you might just want to go to YouTube and check it out because anything could happen with my dog and my two cats. Um, Wow, we've been off for a hot minute, guys. A lot has happened. I got the Rona. I'm here with Gorov as usual. Say what's up, Gorov. What's up, everybody? What's up? We back. No video for Gorov, just for me. So you guys are going to have to look at me while I listen to him. And you can see my facial reactions as as he says interesting things. Um, so I had the COVID. I'm doing better now, though. And I thank you guys for the well wishes, the people who reached out. Knock on wood, doing a lot better. Um, okay. So let's get into it, man. A lot has happened in the NBA since we last spoke. I think the biggest thing, and it, you know, it's been so long since we last spoke. I think the biggest thing is that you know James Harden is on the Nets now. Obviously, the Nets are afraid of the Chicago Bulls. Um, any any initial thoughts on that, Gorov? Uh, it's it, it's just really unfair. I'm pretty sure the three of them are averaging at least 20 points each, and yeah. it's, I, I mean I think they might win it all. Well, yeah, in in a hypothetical universe where the Chicago Bulls don't exist, maybe. Um, my whole thing is like, since the bulls still exist, don't really see them getting out of the East, but, um, yeah, that team is just really good. Uh, top to bottom. I mean, star power, man, you know, super teams. Yeah. Um, I, I really do not like what James Harden is doing with his hair. I think it's the same thing that Anthony Davis is doing. Yeah. And it just looks so bad. And I don't know why. I don't know if everyone lost a bet or something, but it looks so bad. When do you think he'll shave his beard? Like, ever? I was just thinking that. It looks, I don't know. He just, I think he he's probably gained weight and doesn't want his double chin to show. You know, it was really interesting how he was with the Rockets and he looked overweight. I don't know. Was it just the camera angle? And then like three days later, he's on the nets and he looks like he's in the greatest shape of his life. I was so confused by that. I think it's the form fittingness of the, the Jersey slash warmup gear. Yeah. I heard that the, the baby blue, uh, warmup for, I don't know. I think it might've been a Houston rocket specific, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. baby blue warmup, uh, shirt or kind of sweater or whatever. Yeah. And I heard that, 
that one kind of bellows just because of the way it's stitched and like the way it's cut. Um, I also think that he might be, uh, I mean, these guys, these guys are super athletes. I, I think they can like gain and lose weight pretty quick. I think guys in general compared, compared to women can gain and lose weight pretty quickly. What if you got liposuction? What if it, uh, what if, is that a performance enhancing procedure? I mean, it would it'd make you lighter on your feet. Yeah. I think it, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past NBA players to kind of have that vanity. Yeah. Um, just because there's, I mean, they're on camera all the time and like the social pressure and like the celebrity of it all. Yeah. I could, it could, it could get to you easily. Yeah. Just everyone bullying you online, calling you fat. I mean, it, it, Kanye got lipo. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Durant made burner accounts. So I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure there are guys who take that to heart. James Hardin. Hardin. All right. So we know that the East is going to be tough. Um, Bulls got it on lock. But that said, um, we could be... Last thing I'll say about that. Yeah. The... the What's it called? The, I mean, the all-star game that might not happen. On Representing the East will be James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant. Maybe. Maybe Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Maybe Russell Westbrook. Maybe. Um, I hope But, not. like, that's crazy, dude. They've come a long way, right? The, on the East. I know. Like that, doesn't that feel kind of grimy? If, if you had told me that, if you told me yeah. that a decade ago, I'd be like, what the fuck happened? It feels icky. It feels icky. That's the right word. That's the right word. Like if you had told me in 2011 that this this Thunder team that I thought was going to be like a dynasty, this young team that you know once they figure out how to beat LeBron James, they're going to be unstoppable, and all of them are gone now, I just would not have believed you. That would have blown my mind. Yeah, yeah. I think the the Celtics for the past couple years are kind of reminiscent of that mm-hmm. 2011 OKC or 2012, whatever it was, 2012 OKC team. Might not win Back anything left. and they might have to blow it up. Yeah, and they have a lot of like young star power with Tatum. Yeah. Tatum. And, um, Kemba, no, well, Kemba Walker kind of, and then who's the, the real the, the, who's the... Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean... I uh, I think the Celtics have to prove something before we can crown them. Like I don't I don't see them as an actual title contender. They're obviously a good playoff team. I just don't see them being able to beat a team like Brooklyn or like the Lakers in the finals. I just don't. The Chicago Bulls, yeah. Or the Chicago Bulls, right? They just can't keep up. Um, so all that said, last night was a very good game for the Chicago Bulls. Um, but we got to recap what we've missed since we last spoke before we get to that game. So the this is the hard part where we have to talk about some of the things that aren't so great. Um, the Bulls have been very inconsistent at the end of games, have not been able to close out games when they have a lead or you know come back and take the lead um, in games that are close. So Zach Levine has kind of struggled in those last two minutes. Um, Gorov, is there anything that you've seen that you know, gives you concern, maybe things that you're, that you'd like to try differently with Zach Levine. What what are your thoughts on those late game clutch situations? Yeah. He's just really good during the game. Like sensational. I mean, he's Zach Levine. Like it's, I can't, I'm not over just how he's still playing like an all-star. Like he's still an all-star. Yeah. And like his game is just so, uh, I don't know. What's the, the, does it, it's just it passes the eye test for being fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, just in that last two minutes, he or I'd say last minute. Yeah. He kind of he tries to take over. He makes a horrible shot look really good. I'll say that about Zach Levine. Like he'll be heavily guarded. Should probably run run some kind of offense, but right. he'll he'll create enough space and like the shot will look like it's not as bad as it is a shot in terms well, of the he goes iso so yeah. whether the sh- i mean it's Zach Levine so a good shot for Zach Levine is not equal to all other nba players um Correct. but that said the iso ball is not what works for the bulls right now what's working is billy ball 
is the the cutting, the off off ball motion. And you know, I think I think Coach Donovan actually said it himself that he doesn't look at Zach necessarily with that. He looks at kind of the other players who are just kind of standing around and watching him and and expects better of them in that situation. So, I mean, it's not all on Zach. You know, he's doing what he can. He's our best player. He should be taking the last shot of the game. Uh, he is the guy, as we've seen time and time again, like last night. But he's definitely got some ways to go if he wants to earn the reputation of being clutch. I don't think he's there yet. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when he is clutch, it's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Like the the Charlotte game from last year, it was. I mean, even we, we don't have to go all the way back to that. He had a, I think he had at least one really clutch game this year. Yeah, he has. He's had he's had some good performances. Um, I just think, like I said, it's it's inconsistent right now, and people are getting frustrated with some of the shots that he's been taking. Like, you think back to the Wizards game that. Or the, uh, sorry, the, the Trailblazers game that we should have won, aside from that Dame 3 um, and the horrible jump ball call. So yeah. putting that aside for a second, like we had plenty of opportunities to put that game away before it got to that position and just took some bad shots, missed some shots. But that, I mean, that's all just to, we're being nitpicky because the Bulls have lost a lot of games. Zach Levine is an all-star. Zach Levine is incredible. He is a top five, maybe, to, definitely top 10 at least scorer in the NBA right now, um, there's nothing yeah. anyone can really say to to argue that. He's just amazing right now. And yeah. You wanna just quickly for fun, let's rank the top five scores. That's a great thing we can try. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna do it off of pure instinct because I don't watch a lot of the teams. Yeah. So I um, and I we're talking grab- we're talking pure scores. We're not taking into consideration any other factors. Just get to the get to the rack, shoot the ball. All the all the factors combined. Um, so I think, and this, I'm not going to pull up actual order here, but I'd say Bradley Beal up there, Zach Levine, yeah, uh, KD, yeah, uh, Steph Curry, yeah. Um, oh, Zach Levine is ranked fifth in terms of offensive leaders right now in terms of points per game. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. He's and he's he, look at his efficiency. His his efficiency is nuts right now. Yeah. He is going bonkers right now. I don't know. How do you do efficiency? What's efficiency? Uh, Where are you looking? I'm just on ESPN.com. Go to NBA.com. All right. Well, I mean, we don't have to have them listen to this stupid shit. What's your take, actually? It's more fun for the viewers. Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, I agree with you. Um, I think it's some combination of KD, Steph, Bradley Beal, Ideally, I'd like to throw Zach Levine in there, um, and then you kind of that I, the fifth spot right there is is kind of a question. Do you want to put like Damian Lillard there? Um, do you want to put like I mean, you could always put LeBron there, but that just that feels kind of disingenuous for the uh, the challenge. Um, I mean, Dude, LeBron's not even good at basketball. Yeah, LeBron sucks at basketball, bro. Like, let's just be real. Everyone just overrates him because he's LeBron James. That's just a name. Like, he's just a name, you know? How more like late choke. Ha! Luka um, Doncic is having a great season. Yeah, oh, he efficiency. is. There you go. It's, it's, can I sort by efficiency? Anyway. He, so, Luka's having a good season, but the Mavs are not. Hmm. Okay. So, that's the tough part. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I guess you could say Joel Embiid because he's he's probably the MVP right now. If we wanna if we Ooh, wanna go that route, spicy. Maybe Jokic. Spicy. Maybe Jokic, but Embiid. And you know, I fucking love that big men are leading the MVP votes this year because I don't really think I, Bradley Beal can't get it because the Wizards are booty, and I don't really see another guard. I mean, if the Mavs were playing well, I'd say. Doncic would have a, a very good shot at it. Um, maybe Kawhi if the Clippers end up, you know, winning the West. I just for right now, I think it's either Jokic or Embiid. Yeah, and I, I, I fuck with that. I think did you no, you called Damian Lillard earlier in the season and I called I Luca. I did. Cause... I did I did. I made a I made a take. 
and it was hot. I mean, dude, he's he's out, he's averaging almost thirty points a game, so it's like. Yeah, but the and, the Blazers aren't very good. Yeah, CJ McCollum is out, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that that combination of players that we just kind of mentioned, you can rank them however you want. Um, I think that's kind of your your top five. And it's interesting that we can sit here and we can put like Joel Embiid in the same conversation as Steph Curry. Like that's kind of incredible. That that yeah, speaks to the kind yeah. of season he's having right now. And, you know, the Sixers have the best record in, in the East. It just, you know, it's, it's impressive. I think that's what it comes down to. I think we got here by just talking about Zach Levine and it, it, it will, that be so basically Zach Levine is, is a great scorer, but unfortunately in the clutch the bas- the shots aren't going in mm-hmm. and I, I I think like we said it it's it has to do with the the offense not being ran. Right. Definitely need to play within the offense, definitely need to get guys moving and not just kind of standing there watching him do what he wants to do. But I mean all that said, you know, we're we're coming off the high of a nice win last night. So we're definitely looking at things through rose-tinted glasses. Um, the last couple of losses have hurt. You know, there's been some bad officiating down the stretch. The the jump ball and then the non-jump ball that was in the Wizards game. That, I mean, there's been a few moments like that where it's like, you know, kind of pulling our hair out. Like, why are the refs not helping us? And then Zach had that nice look at the basket at the end of the game that could have been a, a foul on the layup. But it wasn't, dude. No? It, it wasn't. You don't think so? I was watching the game live. He should have. He should have made it. I I just kind of thought like is I I think if they called it I would it it's such a it, that he went straight up mostly maybe like a tiny bit of contact but like I don't know man definitely Wide hit open. his arm it, it definitely he definitely hit his arm but whatever I mean that's that's oh, I didn't see that that's what we're that's what we're arguing though is that it, it shouldn't come down to that. You know, we we had ample opportunities to win that game. It shouldn't have been that close. And also, I think, well, the thing is, like, fans got to decide. It's like, do you want the refs to kind of stay out of it in the last possession or the last two possessions and let right. the players kind of play, or do we want to have every touch foul called? You know, which one yeah. do we want? Yeah, and I prefer to let them play, especially I... when it's like not obvious like that. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just a fan, so I get upset. But you're right. At the end of the day. You got to play basketball to win basketball. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Pacers fan. We know this. So. Yeah, that's true. You're a Pacers fan. I'm a Pacers fan. We're talking unbiased about the Chicago Bulls because we have no vested interest in what's going on with them. Um, so the other storyline that's going on right now is that Lori is out for probably a month. Um, and then Wendell Carter Jr., we're still waiting for a reevaluation on him. So we are without our two best big men right now, which... I think speaks to another factor that's going on that Wendell Carter Jr. is our defensive anchor and they, the bulls actually have been playing good defense in his absence, I would say, but there's certainly a lack of, of enforcement at the end of a game like that, where they kind of, they kind of let teams, if they're winning, if the bulls are winning, they let other teams get back in it. And there's not, there's not an enforcer right now in the paint. Who's going to shut people down. Like the game against the, well, the, both games, I guess, against the Magic. But, I mean, Vucevic, bro, like, who was going to stop him? He went off. Yeah. You know? So games like that, it's kind of tough. Thad Young has been playing a lot down low, which is, I love to see it. I really like Thad Young. I think low-key right now, Thad Young and Garrett Temple are our best defensive players. And, like, obviously Zach Levine is our best player. But you know how those there's always those guys who are like, they're not your best player, but they're the reason you win. Yeah, kind of like Joakim yep. Noah was when Derrick Rose was balling. It's like De- Joakim Noah wasn't the best player on the team, but he was definitely the reason we won a lot. Yeah, hundred percent. So I see Thad Young and Garrett Temple kind of in that role as like the defense and the leadership and the veteran mentorship that they provide is invaluable. Uh, so whatever games we're we're playing well in, I say that they have a big part of that. Um, and you can't and you can't count out the veteran presence of Patrick Williams. Yeah, I mean Patrick Williams is a. 15-year NBA veteran. He's been around the block a few times. He can guard one through four. He was guarding Zion last night and looked damn good doing it. I mean, Zion still got his because Zion is Zion, but we're talking about a guy who will defend Zion last night and tomorrow night on Friday against the Clippers is going to defend Kawhi Leonard. You know, like that. 
inspired LeBron. Yeah, like he's he's versatile in that way. Um, but back to back to Laurie Markkinen for a second. I just wanted to ask you, like, and this is something I put out on Twitter. If we had to trade one of Laurie Markkinen or Wendell Carter Jr., which would you rather see get traded? Uh, I like Laurie Markkinen more. Okay. Personally, I uh, I. I like his play style. I honestly want to see a bunch of new players on the Bulls and just kind of get rid of all this crap and get a good team together. Yeah. So this is kind of, this is kind of fun in games for now to have people like uh, Wendell Carter Jr. Whenever I see his initials, I, I first I read it as Wall Street Journal. He's like WCJ. I first yeah. read it as uh, Wall Street Journal. Yeah. And I'm like, when are we going to get rid of these scrubs that aren't going to win anything and you know get someone kind of big and a big name? So in the meantime, this is just kind of shits and giggles. But if I had to pick between which one I'm keeping, I'd probably say Lori Markkinen just because I like watching him play more than I like watching Wendell Carter Jr. play. It's interesting. I, I think Wendell Carter Jr. is, like I said, our defensive anchor. And not having him has been apparent in a lot of these games. Like Daniel Gafford, love the guy. Um, he's definitely struggled a bit. And he's admitted that as much. So he, he knows that he needs to play a little better. But Wendell Carter Jr. is is very important to this team, I think. Uh, Lori... I think I'll actually take that back because Lori, Mar- we've won games without Lori Markkinen. Yeah, and he hasn't actually been a factor in terms of winning games. So I, I, I agree with you on that. And that's what I was gonna say is like it's the problem with these guys, like these two guys specifically, that they get hurt so often is that we really can't judge their true value because they just don't play together enough. You know, it was like mm-hmm. earlier in the season. You know, I don't know how many games they've played together, but like. Earlier in the season, Laurie was, you know, he dropped a couple, you know, 25, 30 pieces, I think even. And it looked like he was on his way back to what we know he can do. And now he's hurt again. And it's like, what do we go off of the potential and the things we think he can do? Or do we just cut our losses? And honestly, I'm at the point right now, like, I love this team. I love the roster. I love the guys on it. But they're just not very good. I I think that's the thing we just kind of have to admit. It's like they're not a very good team. And when you're not good, you can't really pick favorites you know you kind of you kind of have to part with guys so that actually brings me i'm to ready my... i'm ready for ak to ship this team yeah i'm, I'm, I'm definitely ready, ready for some new it. moves I'm, I'm ready to see things get overhauled a bit uh, i want to keep zach levine and kobe white i love those guys but Agreed. i think the rest of the roster besides um cristiano felicio obviously is a uh, completely obviously. completely ready to go so that brings me to my next question um how do you feel about a certain fella named Lonzo Ball potentially being traded to the Bulls. His name's been kicked around a bit, and we have decisions to make regarding point guard. Kobe White is a very good player when he's hot, not the best ball distributor, and maybe just not a true point guard. Um, What do you think? Lonzo Ball, playmaking and defense to the Bulls. Uh, Well, I guess first and foremost... The hair needs work. I think. I think his fade is too low. Oh, I think yeah. he ha- he's gonna want to try something a little closer to what Zach Levine's got going on. Right. I think Zach might have a better shaped head. He has a better shaped head. Right. Um, I think Lonzo, the Ball brothers just aren't a very attractive bunch anyway. No. Um, I don't mean to slut shame or anything, but yeah, they they're not they're not particularly pretty boys. At the end of the day, I'm punching up. These are millionaires. Yeah. Um, so. I was watching yesterday's highlights, uh, the Bulls and the, I almost called them the Saints. What are they called again? The Pelicans. Pelicans. Um, yeah, Lonzo can hit a three. I didn't know that he could do that now. He can hit three-pointers. He has he, been shooting but, it quite efficiently this season, actually. And I watch, I just, I slowed down the, the highlight just to watch. His form is better. He doesn't do, yeah. I mean, it's not great, but he doesn't do, like, it's not quite as weird as before where he would, like, like pull the ball up, like yeah. zigzagged up, and it didn't. Yeah. It doesn't look quite as bad now. Um, it's a lot better. Lonzo Ball's a better passer than Kobe White, isn't he? And he's a better defender. Yeah, he does the things so, that Kobe White doesn't do. Kobe White is a superior scorer overall, uh, but Lonzo is a a very good passer and a solid defender. He'd look decent in a Bulls jersey. I think he would. There's been a lot of edits because people wanted Lonzo back before he was ever even drafted by the Lakers. Like people wanted Lonzo to fall to the Bulls a long time ago. Um, same thing with Lamelo. I don't know. There's just there's such an obsession with the Ball brothers that I just cannot subscribe to. You know, I'd be happy to have Lonzo Ball on the Bulls for the right price, but 
I just, the the obsession with the Ball brothers is what gets me. I'm not I'm not here thinking he's going to come and be a superstar and be our savior. I just think he would be a decent fit next to Zach Levine as as that kind of you know because Zach Levine can can do everything off ball. And, you know, he's an ISO scorer, but the way Billy Donovan's offense has been working, Zach is super effective when, like, you see Thad Young kind of do it, playing that point forward position where, like, he has the ball in the post and Zach is cutting off the ball and he gets him for maybe an open three or Zach cuts to the basket and gets a nice layup or dunk. Um, having that that kind of versatility from the other guard spot would be fantastic. Because, I mean, then if you do get Laurie Markinen back and you do get Wendell Carter Jr. back, then you can start running pick and rolls and you can start getting guys open down the lane, other opportunities, get more people involved, not just Zach Levine. It just it opens up so many opportunities. So I like the idea. I just don't know what we'd give up to get him. I don't think we should give up a first-round pick. That would suck. You think so? I mean, I guess maybe... <sighs> Like if it's top ten protected, I don't know. I just I, giving up a first is for a team that's rebuilding and isn't like ready to contend. Those draft picks are so valuable, you know. Putting logistics aside, who do you want on the Bulls? Pick anybody. Who fu- who fucking cares? Pick who, somebody. Who, who cares? I, someone I fuck with. There's if you could just. Pick someone up and put them on the Bulls. Who would it be? Probably Luca. <laughs> All right, this question isn't very fun. Yeah, I just, I, I, give me more. <laughs> Make it. I don't know. Trey Young. Do I have on the Bulls? No, I don't want Trey Young in the Bulls. Trey Young is the new James Harden. He's insufferable to watch play basketball. He's fucking. He's, ugly. he's fishing for a foul every shot he takes. He's kicking his legs out. I fucking hate it. That's not basketball. Dude, did you see him? Did you see him like pout like a little bitch? At he the got fined. Of... He got fined for it. Good, dude. Yeah. He looked like such a little bitch. Yeah, dude, I hate it. That that is not basketball. That is them trying to break basketball for their own gain. I hate he's it. He's like a six-year-old toddler, and he's like shouting at the ref. Like I, I was actually ready for the ref to just slap him like a little baby. I hate he's it. He's an immigrant slapped in the face. I I hate it. He looks like a child. Yeah. I hate it. Okay, we're not here to shame people's appearance, but I don't like Trey Young. Um, it's punch, punching up. It's fine. Who would you throw on the Bulls? Uh, oh, I want Jokic, dude. Yeah, I want Jokic. Okay. All right. I'm with you on that. Yeah, dude, the 76 was the number one seed. I did not see that coming even a little bit. I mean, they, re- they revamped their entire front office and oh true you know they've got they got the new coaching staff like it's working do you watch any of their games i've watched a couple of their games yeah what what's like their and have you noticed differences in terms of like their play dude joel Embiid is the focal point and he should be is he balling out more than he was before like is he yeah is everything working out yeah he's he's at a different level right now he's playing at a different level right now than he has in the past he is incredible. I listened to Charles Barkley when he was criticizing me. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's not it's not that bad. It's not that bad, but it's bad. Um okay, what about Bradley Beal? There he's in the he's in the trade rumor mill right now. Um I mean charismatic. I like him. He's a great player. Insane. He, he wouldn't work with Yeah, wouldn't work with Zach Levine because they're both so ball dominant and Probably not. So I don't. I feel like trading for Bradley Beal would be a bad move. We'd give up a lot of assets that it just wouldn't. It wouldn't be necessary. But I want to see him go to a team. I want to see him go to an actual NBA franchise and win some basketball games. Because yeah. the du- the dude is a is a stud. Where could he go? What what would be a good team? For- I feel like maybe the maybe the Thunder. Okay. Yeah, they need a superstar, I guess. And they have a lot of draft picks. Maybe the Thunder. Um, let's see here. Who needs another scorer and can actually afford one? I wonder what the Suns cap situation is like. Oh, they have Chris Paul. They can't afford him. Ooh, Dude, the Suns are still good. I, oh. have, I have a team that I would love to see Bradley Beal play for. You want to hear it? Yeah. The Spurs. Ooh. 
Be fun alongside Demer Deserin, yeah, and Lemurus Alderidge. Lem- Lemurus, I think they'd probably have to trade Demar to get Bradley Beal, Patiti Mills, <laughs> but just under pop in that kind of system, that would be awesome. What about the Gorilla Risley? Maybe who do they have to trade? What's what kind of assets do they have? I don't, I don't like when. When I have to go into the actual logic part. Okay, I see. Dylan Brooks, uh, Gorgie Dieng. I don't know how to say no. his name. He's on a horrible uh, contract, by the way. Gresan Alan. I think that's how you say his name. I think he's Latin American. I think actually they could probably afford Bradley Beal. They'd have to drop like DeAnthony Melton and Gorgie Dang. Hall of Famers, too. Yeah, future Hall of Famers right there. So they the probably... Jazz. I mean, I'm just going to keep reading to you names. The like, Jazz no, cannot is... afford Bradley Beal. I'll just say No, that. I'm just I'm just remarking on how good they are. Good yeah, they are. I mean, Rudy Gobert is probably Defensive Player of the Year right now. He's Italian? No, he's French. That's what I thought. Gobert. I didn't know French people could play defense. Usually they just give up. Um, oh. okay all right let's uh let's take a quick break and when we get back let's talk about that bulls game last night against the new orleans pelicans we will be right back guys the winter months are here storms are brewing one to three inches in the forecast that's actually just for your pubes not for the snow outside. Um, Luckily, we have partners at Manscaped who specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful, clean, smooth snowballs. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of the ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology, your snags on your snowballs will be reduced. The trimmer is also waterproof, so you can trim in the shower or jacuzzi. If you're rich like that, if you got it like that, you do you, man. The performance package, the Manscaped performance package, that's the best buy of 2021. Get someone a Christmas gift right now. They deserve it. Let's get it early. Get it out of the way. The performance package comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, the Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag. The travel bag is adorable. You should get it. Manscaped is Also getting into the cologne world. Big news. They just released a scent to help you feel good and smell good all over at all times. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement. You can get 20% off plus free shipping when you use code BRAWL at manscaped.com. That's B-R-A-W-L. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Dot com. Look good, smell good, feel good, manscaped. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, so last night the Bulls beat the Pelicans big time. Zach Levine had 46 points, nine three-pointers. Kobe White had 30 points. They set a franchise record for 25 threes in a game. It was an all-out just bloodbath. I don't, like, I'm trying to think of a word that can accurately describe how dominant that win was. Zach Levine was just on fire. Kobe White was nailing threes. Like It was just a beautiful... Beautiful performance. Uh, Gaurav, did you catch any of that game? Um, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I definitely been, I've been watching the highlights yeah. the, yesterday and today. Uh, yeah, dude, they just look nice. Like, yeah. I, I'm honestly really surprised that the Splash Brothers, the original, not, I mean, the Splash Brothers are obviously Kobe White and Zach Levine now, but right. uh, the formerly known as the Splash Brothers, Clay, 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 Clay Thompson and... Uh, Steph Curry. I'm surprised they didn't ever link up to do eight plus three pointers each, right? Yeah. That's the new record with Kobe White and Zach Levine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm I guess only one of them went off at a time. They took turns going off. Yeah. NBA record, not just a franchise record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I said yeah. Eight and plus the, threes by two teammates in the same game. Yes. You said you said it more succinctly than I did. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh yeah i have the highlights rolling right now that yeah. daniel gafford dunk too oh yeah gaff had a good game i mean it was everyone played well it was a good game all around bro even felicio was in there cornet luke cornet scored a point or two uh, it was a it was a game okay okay is felicio or scalabrini is that who he is oh i guess man that's scalabrini was more iconic though yeah i mean people liked scalabrini <laughs> <laughs> Felicia. That actually summarizes it well. Some some Yo, people gotta, like Felicio, but yeah. I gotta admit, I gotta come forward and I gotta call myself out here. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Garrett Bar- Bartholomew. I referred to him as unremarkable you did. several times during the off season. You did, and I gotta admit that I am wrong. It, 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 he's kind of a difference maker. That is very big of you. And I'm very proud of you for admitting that because I just I want to come forward and yeah, he's and speak the truth. He's possibly the greatest free agent signing of any NBA team ever, maybe in all of sports. Uh, certainly in yeah, I, in the last year. I believe I believe in his announcement. He said, "I'm taking my talents to Chicago to to Lakeshore yeah. Drive." Is what he said to Lakeshore. I was thinking of like the right way to yeah. the right uh, yeah. parallelism. Yeah. Uh, you get what I'm saying. I get yeah. uh, Okay. Uh, dude, Zion's a tank. I got to give it up. Tank is an old word. Tank is a... Tank Tank's is a, a word. Millenn- Tank's a word we could okay. still use. Tank's a millennial, a millennialism. You know? Yeah, it is. Like like pwn. Remember pwn? Yeah, uh, don't do that. Pwn. Okay. Yeah, that, that shit was stupid. We have, we, have, we have Zoomers watching this shit, dude. They don't oh. want to hear that. So... Patrick Williams, bro. What can we say? I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier, but defending Zion, not an easy task. He was up for the challenge. Um, Zion's incredible. Zion's a very good player, but that team has a lot to figure out, the Pelicans do. I've talked to some Pelicans fans, and they do not like their new coach in Van Gundy. Um, they feel like he's misusing the players, and they just kind of look lost, which I think watching that game last night – they're, I mean, defensively, they looked lost for most of the game. And offensively, they would go through these stretches. Like, they'd go through stretches where they got hot and they would score a lot. And then they'd go through these stretches where they don't score points for, like, five minutes. And it sometimes actually kind of reminds me of the Bulls. But, like, you have Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball and Zion Williamson. Like, if you need a bucket, just go to the mid-range game with Brandon Ingram. Or, you know, tell Zion to post someone up. Like, I don't understand how that offense can be so stagnant sometimes. And Lonzo's a good passer, too. So a lot of Pelicans fans feel like Van Gundy has kind of stalled the offense and is not using the players properly. Um, I'm, I I kind of saw it. I'm not like a 
I don't watch a bunch of Pelicans games, so I'm not an expert. But I, I definitely saw some of that last night. Um, I mean, but what else is there to say, man? Like the Bulls just the Bulls came to play. Feels good. Yeah, I'm, I I'm seeing now. Yeah, that's a Zion was just he was punishing Patrick Williams that, that one play when he's at the top of the key and um, just kind of takes him to the hole and yeah. does a nice little spin move. I love a good spin move. You know oh that. yeah, if it's executed I, properly, yeah. I love a spin move, yeah. especially from a big guy. Big guy skin move, skin move, spin. skin move. You know who was low key good at that little like drive and spin was Lou Aldang. True. Yeah, and I know True you. I know that you kind of modeled your your own personal game after Lou Aldang a little bit. And I know I'd you, say so. I know you like that game. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I, I I think Zion is an incredible player. He's going to be great. Patrick Williams had actually a few really good defensive possessions against him. I think he had a block, and he had a couple really big deflections. Um, you know, they, they were battling back and forth all night. And Patrick Williams, like I said, he's got such a bright future in the NBA. And even if he's not shutting down guys like Kawhi and LeBron and Zion just yet, this experience is great for him, uh, especially as he's already a 15-year NBA veteran. Having this experience now is just going to make him even better. So yeah, okay. Very happy. Defense highlights you don't end up really seeing though. So that that, yeah. that you have to watch the game for. I've yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not not a lot of defensive highlights, but I mean, I can tell you that, like like I said, Patrick Williams had some really good defensive possessions. Daniel Gafford was playing pretty well. Um, Thad Young, man, Thad Young and Garrett Temple. Garrett Temple struggling a little bit with his shot right now, but Garrett Temple might be our best uh, perimeter defender outside of Patrick Williams. So they're might be the best perimeter defender of all time. Of all time, right? I, I think a lot of folks that I've talked to consider Garrett Temple to be the modern day. Um, I don't know who's the greatest defender of all time. Uh, Michael Jordan, maybe the modern day Michael Jordan on the defensive end. Um, Some people are referring to him as Gary Payton esque. Even a little Magic Johnson. Yeah. Well, actually, Thad Young is is Thadjic Johnson. Because he's got the passing. That's correct. That yeah. is true. He's got the passing. So, I mean, all in all, uh, yeah. there's really not – honestly, there's not a lot to say. It was a great game. I feel really good. I don't, I don't really have anything to complain about. You know, Zach Levine is a, is a fucking stud. Zach Levine is an all-star. Go vote for Zach Levine. Go on Twitter right now. Hashtag Zach Levine. Hashtag NBA all-star. Retweet someone who tweets it. Retweet every tweet that tweets it because it all counts as a vote. He deserves to be a starter in the all-star game. Agreed. He, he, I, I was on the team that I was voting for him, but I didn't think that he deserved it over Harden. Then I saw people are voting, are putting Kyrie in the game. Kyrie doesn't even want to play basketball professionally anymore. Kyrie, Kyrie wants to be an accountant or something. Like he doesn't even, his, he doesn't care about basketball. So why would anybody? Uh, but I, uh, follow me on Dashagorov. Uh, on Twitter, I, yeah. I tweeted my vote for Zach Levine. I went on the NBA.com, blah blah blah, yeah. and I just have Zach Levine on the court for my vote. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I had a. I'm on TikTok now, guys. So uh, just throwing that out there. But I had a TikTok go kind of, kind of bananas on <laughs> on the Discovery feed, and I just, I, you know what? Just go on my TikTok. It's better if you just watch it. Describing a TikTok is. Probably the worst form of comedy that anyone could ever fucking try. Um, at Arturus Fan Club on all platforms, as always, and now including fucking TikTok. Um, my problem with TikTok, which do you, can we talk about it for one second? Can I just deviate about TikTok for a second? Of course, I deviate all the time. Yeah. So someone at some point went on like a like ten years ago went on like a news article. Like on Google, they they typed in some story about Barack Obama's birth certificate. It's like 2010, right? That was a thing. Um, and they clicked on a news article, and then bam, a video just started playing automatically. And you know they didn't know that their volume was on, and it was the most annoying fucking thing that had ever happened to them. That person saw that and said, "I'm gonna make an app that's just that, just autoplay videos all the time in a feed." And people get on TikTok in public at work, at school, and they just watch these fucking TikToks on on full blast on their speakers. Like, get a pair of headphones. I don't know. That's my grievance with TikTok. 
Get a pair of headphones. Get a pair of headphones. Oh, no. You don't have headphones? You can't listen to this on the bus. We don't all want to hear your TikToks and your Witchwatch. I remember when you used to have to scroll on the iPad to change the volume. You know, I, I remember when you'd have to actually yeah, flip the little volume switch to listen to something. It didn't just play it. You had to, you had to press a play button and uh, switch a little volume switch. Bro, fuck TikTok. But I'm on it, so I'm having fun with it. Um, already successful at it, which feels nice. Uh, it's nice to do things that do well. Um, Speaking of uh, new things, yeah. uh, now that we've given it a couple, uh, a couple of weeks, uh, how are we feeling about the new city jersey? I like it. The one that, yeah, the, the one that looks like the Chicago Theater and all that. Art Deco. I... That's the one, right? Art Deco style, yes, sir. Art Deco style. Yes. I didn't know that's what they were calling it. That's, is that our city jersey? What's our black jersey called? Statement edition. Art Deco is the art style that they're using. It's like that roaring 20s kind of style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I'm getting used to it. I don't think it's a bad-looking jersey. I think I'm just too much of a Chicago Bulls jersey purist. Yeah. Where yeah. I just love I like variations of the classic red bulls jersey so i love the black jersey i don't think that you, there's anybody who can who can dislike it yeah generally speaking the nba is kind of going crazy with jerseys um the the denver nuggets like one out of every six games just wear a jazz jersey the nuggets are wearing jazz jerseys now don't like um, i like that jazz jersey the the denver jazz jersey the red one i like it i think they should leave it for for the jazz but i i, I mean yeah it's a cool jersey I mean, life is too short. Why be your own team? Why be the team that you were assigned at birth? Just, just just do what you want. Wear the jersey you like. Just do whatever you want. Yeah. If you like a jersey, just wear it. It reminds me of when they used to wear their own jerseys in the All-Star game. They didn't have an All-Star jersey. They would wear their actual team jersey. I miss that. We should do that again. It's an interesting look. If we're bringing the All-Star game back this year when we really shouldn't amid a global pandemic, like we might as well just bring that back too, right? Let's just try some. Yeah, everyone brings their own jersey, so it's, it's less cross-contamination. Exactly, like exactly. And then go to Atlanta and try out the strip clubs. Um, Did you know what's really sad? Hmm. When you come across a picture of a player who plays for the Cavs that used to play for another team. Yeah. Like, what are they? Man, that must be rough for them. They're having a, a tough time. Jared Allen, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Who, was really good on the Nets, and then I, I just saw a picture of him in the Nets jersey. Every time I see a picture of Kevin Love, I just get depressed. Yeah, yeah. Jared Allen could have won the NBA Finals this season even without them getting James Harden. Like they they had a solid chance to win the Finals without James Harden, and now he's just playing for the Cavs. So life can life can is, come at you pretty James fast. Is Harden the move? Say that again. I don't think I don't know if James Harden is getting the same hate. For this move, oh yeah, then KD got for going to the Warriors, and you're right. LeBron assembled the Heatles. Like yeah. James Harden, I think it's because he's never put himself on this. Uh, on this, he he never made a spectacle of himself per se. His game is like just it's the James Harden game or the James Harden show. Yeah. However, he never kind of put on this narrative about himself. Like LeBron, obviously his whole career is his own narrative. I'm the king and whatnot. And KD kind of had this whole thing of like, why am I always second best? Why am I always this? And then, but James Harden just wants to go play basketball. I think he calls it basketball. So I don't think anyone really, you know what I'm saying? Like no one kind of yeah. was like knocking James Harden for making this move. On I, I was. competitiveness level i was and i think there are people who do but i think at large in the nba maybe people are just accustomed to the super teams now Yeah, and and like you know there's been a few players that did this thing where they forced their way out of a team um like you remember anthony davis did this anthony davis did the exact same thing that james harden did like he he was i think he had two years one or two years left on his deal and he was just like i i'm done with this team get me out of here i'm not playing for this team anymore so i don't blame I don't blame Anthony Davis as much as I say that like what James Harden did was just kind of a pussy move just because they acquired John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins as kind of 
building another core and he still kind of he was very disrespectful to his teammates and they said as much um they said they felt that and players rarely ever do that they felt disrespected so the the fact that they're willing to come out and say that says a lot um yeah fuck james i don't like james um is there anything else i feel like we've covered everything if James Harden hit you up, and all right, maybe the pandemic's not happening. If James Harden hit you up to like hang out, I'd fucking go hang out with him. He seems like probably a good time off the court. On the court, I would hate to play basketball against the guy. I mean, not only because he's a <laughs> top 10 player of the entire sport in the world, but also just because his style of basketball is incredibly frustrating. He might be fun, actually, if you're playing a pickup game and there's no ref. But he seems like the kind of guy that would call his own fouls, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Every YMCA has one. How, have, has, uh, what's it called? Has James Harden's play style stayed the same while on the Nets so far? Yeah, um, I would say so. I mean, he's still scoring a lot. Um, he's actually more of a facilitator than I think people give him credit for. So he's he's capable of like running the offense. Um I just don't I don't like him. I I have a thing against him and I think the Nets are OP and it just I mean hey, we were just talking about the Cavs. You remember what the Cavs did to the Nets? And Colin Sexton? Oh yeah. That was awesome. That was like a week or two ago at this point, but that was pretty cool. I was a fan of that. That was like the Bulls. That was the Bulls and the Heatles. That yeah. was like the, when the Heatles we're going crazy and the Bulls would humble them. Yeah. Except the Bulls were like the Bulls were a better team than the Cavs are right now. But I get what you're saying. Oh true. The Bulls were like a top five team that time. Yeah, yeah. Um what was I thinking about? Um I forgot. Never mind. That's okay. I don't really have anything else. I, I feel pretty good. Um Bulls play the Clippers Friday night. What uh, what are you thinking? We getting that, that second dub in the the win streak? I almost I was gonna say Montrez Harrell's gonna have a really good game. I almost said that out loud. And then I said it out loud after that. Uh um, well, he doesn't play for well, I know that's why. Oh, okay. I, I was like I Montrez Harrell rarely has good games. He had actually a good game against Daniel Gafford earlier this season, but I digress. Keep talking. So I think that Kawhi Leonard is going to be shut down by veteran Patrick Williams. Who's guarding Paul George? This is a take I like. Um, George is going to be defended by Zach Levine. I guess he'd have to. He'd have to. Or maybe Thad Young. Thad Young or Garrett Temple, possibly. Garrett Bartholomew Temple. You know, Uh, but see, that is kind of the problem with our starting five right now. Is that like, there's too many, there's too many holes that they're trying to cover up for that Kobe White and Zach Levine present. Like, you can cover up Kobe White with a better perimeter defender next to him, and you could cover up Zach Levine with a better passer next to him. But they can't really coexist together. That's kind of the problem that I'm going to see with the Bulls further down the line. Love Kobe White. I wish I wish he was at a point in his career where I felt more confident in him starting. I just feel like at some point we're going to have to admit that it's probably not for the best. With who's starting Kobe White? Yeah, at some point I feel like we need to have a true point guard starting at the one. That's true. It, yeah, it, dude, let's get Lonzo Ball. Lonzo would be a great fit for this team. Just depends what we'd give up. If we could do like like Denzel Valentine and I mean, I don't know who else they'd want. Maybe Tomo Sadaransky for like and two second rounders or something. I don't know. That, that sounds stupid now that I say it out loud. I don't know what they would want. You wouldn't you wouldn't do a straight Kobe White Lonzo trade? Shit, I might. It depends I was just though. Kind of I would. It depends because Lonzo's on an expiring technically. He's gonna be a restricted free agent at the end of this year. He's up for a new contract. So I don't know how that plays into the value. Um and I don't know what he'd be willing to take, you know, as far as a contract. So that's a big risk. They might look to flip Lori because Lori's on the same situation. Uh, being up for a new contract at the end of the season, so maybe to try to flip Laurie and get and get Lonzo, which doesn't sound horrible. I could see that working. Yeah, it's not like he fucking plays for us anyway. Yeah, 
it doesn't sound horrible. If they'd take it, I would do it. And then you probably just start Thad Young at the four, and when Wendell's back, you put him back at the five. Or, I mean, you could go small, and you could put Patrick Williams at the four, um, and then maybe you go a three-guard lineup and have Lonzo, Zach, and... Um, uh, what am I saying? Kobe. Lonzo, Zach, and Kobe start the three-guard positions. Actually, that sounds really good. I really like that. Okay. AK is going to hire me. AK, you know my line. You know how to get to me. You know how to contact me. Let's talk. Um, just want to put a few things out there. So we'll have him on you the You think pod. he knows about you? I don't know. Um, we talked. Benny the Bull was in the chat last night. Um, oh shit! Yeah, you missed it. Missed the Bulls that. and Benny the Bull hopped in the chat. Um, uh, yeah, text me. This should happen. Yeah, sorry, I should have. Um, and someone, not me, because I I try not to force myself onto the Bulls, because like I feel like we have a cool relationship right now. I don't want to come on a little too strong, you know. Um, but I am very happy to to be in contact with them. Um, someone said like you should hold up a sign that says. Like in our tourists we trust, or shout out the group chat or something. And Benny said something to the effect of like that sounds okay. So maybe he'll hold up a sign. Who knows? Um, That's wild. Yeah, I don't know if our tourist is aware, but I'm sure of me specifically. But I'm sure he's aware of the fact that Bulls fans are very excited right now. Um, I think that he's even True. said that in one of his press conferences. And I don't need him to see me specifically. That's not the point of the fan club. The point of the fan club is to get people back on the same page, not as negative as before and positive, you know, for the future of the team. Cause there's a lot of good things to be excited about down the line. Um, okay. That's a really good place. I think to kind of, to kind of end this episode. Um, Gorov, any parting thoughts, wisdoms to share life experiences, maybe not necessarily, related to the Bulls or basketball? Anything that you have on your mind right now? So the other day I made pancakes with both blueberries and chocolate chips. Oh. And I think one or the other is better. I think both yeah. is a little too much. I also think too much blueberry can be a big problem. Oh, you only want to really a couple of blueberries. It gets gross. And especially if they're big. Yeah. If you got those I wouldn't old... I won't go as far as gross. Also, I have you ever messed around with bread flour? No. I'm not much of a baker. Yeah. I'm I'm more of a, a cook, a chef, I guess. Well, you've made deep dish, right? Yeah, I mean I've made bread. It's just that I haven't gone deep into it like you have. So two things. Next time you might have to order it online because I've been having trouble finding it in stores. But next time you make the crust for your deep dish, try bread flour. Bread flour, okay. Just in the same aisle as, uh, as regular flour? Yeah, just keep whatever recipe you got and then do bread flour. It'll make the it'll be crispier. Okay. I'm down with that. I might try it'll that be, this week. It'll be more bready, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh but I, I'm down. We ran out of all purpose at home, so I've been using bread bread flour is a higher protein flour. Oh, okay. It's not like it's not like uh it, I think they use a different part of the wheat sperm or whatever they call it. Um Anyway, I I made pancakes with bread flour because we ran out of normal flour, yeah. and they taste pretty good. They've been tasting a little more. Well, maybe it's because the chocolate's in there, but it reminiscent of like a muffin. Yeah, which I'm down with. I love a, a nice blueberry muffin or a scone or something. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah. that sounds good. I haven't eaten dinner yet, so that sounds really good right now. You know, I've been eating a lot of bagels lately. I love. Me too. Yeah, I love to do. This is this has been my go-to breakfast um, while I've been home lately. Is I do two eggs sunny side up, a bagel with chive and onion cream cheese, and then I kind of dip the bagel into the yolks as I eat it. Dip the bagel into the yolks. That's that's brilliant. Yeah. I was just gonna mention garlic and chive. So if you are feeling fancy, mm -hmm. if you just have any kind of bagel you like, you put plain cream cheese on top. Mm -hmm. And then sprinkle a little garlic powder. Okay. And if you have like dry chives, yeah, sitting around, that yeah. tastes really. Good. And it, it, you know, the nice little visual garnish. Obviously, if you put it in the cream cheese already, it tastes really good. Yeah. Just an idea for the folks at home eating breakfast. Yeah. Um, I I like cold bagels nowadays. 
Really? I, I I'm a toasted bagel guy true and through. Yeah, I think I've always been a toasted bagel guy up until maybe within the last two years, two, three years, I'll say. I've been doing a bagel untoasted, cold, and I like it. It's not too chewy? Sometimes I'm up for it. You know, I used to do that when I was younger, and I would wake up like five minutes before I needed to be to work, and I would just eat like a bagel on my way to work, and I wouldn't toast it or anything. Like, I used to do that, and... I think back then I had some sort I had some dumb thing that I would tell people when they asked, like, why didn't you toast your bagel? I'd say, like, oh, well, I don't like, you know, when it's so hot that the cream cheese starts to melt. Like, I would say something stupid like that. Um, yeah, that is pretty fucking dumb. Yeah, I just like a toasted bagel, and I'm lazy sometimes. But it's interesting that you say that. Maybe I'll try it tomorrow morning. Maybe I'll try it untoasted. I don't know if it would work with the yolks, but I could give it a shot. Oh, uh, also whipped cream cheese, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they have whipped... Yeah, they have, like... What is it? The the whipped cream cheese that's... um. It, it has all... Yeah, the, like, it, it's packaged that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't like the... I, I, don't, I don't get the fucking bars of cream cheese, you know? I don't, we, we used to do that. I don't fuck with that. And it doesn't work, no. It's hard to schmear. Yeah, but yeah, I, I do I do like a whipped cream cheese. I just don't remember if I've ever gotten a whipped cream cheese in a flavor. I think I just had. Also, off-brand cream cheese is so bad. I have gotten Philadelphia. Some like if it's like some fucking like like shitty like if you're like like an Aldi brand, no, it's a brick. Like it won't fucking spread. I go to so I live in Arizona and we have we have fries out here. So I go to fries has Kroger. That's their brand. Um, I get most fries in electronic store. Sorry, go on. I think it used to be, or there also is one. Maybe they got bought by Kroger, but Fry's here is my grocery store. Um, and the cream cheese that is whipped from there and is generic, very good. Okay. I still get Philadelphia for the flavors, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get a lot of like Fry's Kroger brand stuff for all kinds of different purposes, and it's consistently pretty decent. What what flavor? What a uh, style bagel are you? You're an everything bagel? Is yes, plain bagel? I I am an everything bagel kind of guy. And yeah. the thing that is tough about living out here, uh, where there's not there's not many homeboys, there's not many Jewish guys like me, um, which there I guess there are in Phoenix, but it's not like a Jewish hotspot like Chicago is. Um, oh yeah, there is an egg bagel with everything seasoning. That is the best bagel ever. Ooh. I can't for the life of me find it out here. Well, since I'm up in Chicago, I should be taking advantage of that. Yes. Where do you, where, okay, I'll, I'll ask you later for a good, or maybe you want to do a shout out. I want to shout out Once Upon a Bagel. Once Upon a Bagel is a great place to get a bagel. Once Upon a Bagel. Oh, and they have the egg, bagel, everything. They thing, should. Yeah. yeah, they're in Highland Park. Let me look at their menu right now because I hate myself. And I'm hungry. I oh. feel it. Oh, salmon and capers. I like... Locks. Oh, you're going to hurt. I like wheat bagels, too. I have not had a wheat bagel in a long time. I've always just eaten whole grain bread my whole life. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I mean, that's... Never been a water bread kid. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I want... Oh, I want Once Upon a Bagel right now. Have you ever made bagels? I have not, and I really should, you shouldn't to... I? Dude, it's fucking hard. You have, I mean, I haven't done bagels. I've done pretzels, which is kind of similar. You have to boil the... You have to make dough, and then you have to boil it, and then you have to cook it. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to boil it, but it would taste really good if you boil it. I'm pretty sure that's the way Fresh. everyone does it, yeah. Fresh pretzels are insane. Yeah. Holy so shit. Good. I found egg everything bagels on some website for $51. What the fuck? <laughs> That's expensive. You might have to learn how to make it. Or I guess, well, I mean, you're kind of doing the egg bagel. Do you, do you have everything bagels at least? Uh, Yeah, I'm good with That's another thing. Fry's, their bakery, they have really good everything bagels. 
I've I've seen everything seasoning too. I heard. I have. Yeah, I have everything seasoning at home too. Actually. Hey. Yeah. Oh, egg everything bagel is so good. I mean, having the egg on the bagel is you know like it's one thing, but I'm talking about the egg bagel. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sufficiently hungry. I need to go eat dinner. Anything else you want to share before we hop off? I don't think you want to ask that question. Good point. All right, guys. Thank you for hanging out with <laughs> us. Been another great episode of Bulls Brawl. Welcome back to us, I guess. Thank you for being patient. Um, we're back, so we're going to be doing this again. Um, at Arturis Fan Club on all platforms. Now on TikTok. If you're listening to this on your phone or in your car, there is a visual version that is available on my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash C slash Arturis Fan Club. Um, it's easy to find me. You can go to ArturisFanClub.com. I have all my links. Gorov, what are your links? Uh, I'm on Twitter, dash of Gorov, dash of, and then Gorov, which is G-A-U-R-A-V, pronounced Gorov. I'll try, to, I'll try to spell it right in the episode description. How does that sound? That'd be lovely. Lovely. All right, guys. We are, we are going to hop off. Go Bulls. We'll talk to you soon. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.